0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Chronically Mom podcast. I am Michelle Pickens, the creator of chronicallyblonde.com and your host. You can go over to the website to uh, check out some more background info on the podcast and uh, how we got here. But basically, my goal is to share my story and experience with chronic illness um, and pregnancy and motherhood in hopes of uh, helping others who are going through similar situations and just making resources more easily accessible to those uh, within this community. So thank you for listening. And we will jump right in today. So Today's uh, topic is kind of a, p- a piggyback off of last week. So last week I really got into the details of this pregnancy and how it is different um, and and also similar to the first my first pregnancy with my son. Um, so that was focused on a lot more facts and medically related info, um, instead of more of the emotional side. So this week I'm going to share some of the thoughts on the emotional impact of a high risk pregnancy. Um, and just a little bit more around my relationship with my body. Um, but first I'm going to just kick it off with some background info on, um, what categorized my pregnancies as high risk. Um, so originally My first pregnancy was categorized as high risk from the bat because my Crohn's wasn't in remission and I was actively on Remicade. So with the additional complications that I developed in my last pregnancy, um, this one was also considered high risk. I also am still on the Remicade and still not, not in remission. Um, Brief side note that I want to add from what I've learned in the IBD community Not all pregnancies are definitely considered high risk just because you have Crohn's or ulcerative colitis. Um, So just want to make that clear. I know that there are a lot of factors that go into that determination. So just, you know, putting that out there. So as I mentioned a bit last week, um, with the potential development of cholestasis um, and then the development of postpartum preeclampsia, Um, There were definitely some additional risk factors this time around. Um, Last time, these complications developed right around 37 weeks. Um, The cholestasis did. So before I was really able to actually take in the risks and the, you know, potential issues associated with them, the decision was already made to deliver Maddox. So based on the suspected development of the cholestasis, Um, and then other Crohn's related issues, they were like, Hey, we're doing this delivering at 37 weeks. So then, uh, the postpartum preeclampsia happened right after I gave birth. So my blood pressure spiked and I was immediately just given medication. Um, at this point I was pretty oblivious to what was happening or the severity of what was happening. I had been in the hospital for I think four days at that point already, uh, with minimal sleep. Um, when they were explaining to me what was happening, I was on a ton of anxiety medication because I panicked when Maddox wasn't breathing and was taken to the NICU. Um, and I was recovering from a C-section that was unplanned. So it was a lot going on. Um, and then Matt, of course, was there to listen and take it all in, but he was also in sort of a daze of sleeplessness, worry, overwhelm, you know, all the things. So after um, about six weeks of taking blood pressure medication, once I got home, things are back to normal, and we were just so into being new parents, I tried to really not think about it, and it kind of went to the back of my mind. So I didn't realize the potential severity of either of these conditions until I got pregnant, um, now with my daughter. So my OB had mentioned that these were things I'd have to be aware of, but for some reason I kind of just pushed it down. I feel like I already thought like, okay, I have the Crohn's to deal with. Like that's enough. Like I, I I don't, I don't know. Something subconsciously made me not really want to pay attention to these. Um, And I think with just like the big concerns about even being able to like get pregnant again and have a healthy baby, um, I just, I didn't dwell upon what these, these risks were like. Well, once it all became real and I started to do more research and having more in-depth conversations with my medical team, I realized that they were, these were not things that I could just kind of push down and ignore, um last time I think I just saw the risks as risks towards me. So if my baby was fine, then it was okay if I had complications um because my baby was okay. But now I am seeing it through a very different lens, especially with a son at home who needs me, as well as a daughter who needs me to be well enough to care for her when she gets here. Um that has been a huge thing kind of weighing on my mind. Um So the cholestasis really terrifies me. I won't get super medical here, but basically it's an issue with bioflow, um, which can seriously affect baby, like lung problems and death kind of problems. So it's a big deal. And that, that hit me hard. Um, then preeclampsia is another one that I assumed would just impact me since I had it postpartum last time. Um, but I was definitely wrong there as well. Um. I'm at a higher risk for developing it during pregnancy this time. Um, and both preeclampsia and postpartum preeclampsia are very dangerous. Um, I've informed myself on the risks and spoke to others who have been through very, very scary situations pre and, and post birth. Which was good for me to get that perspective and make sure that I was informed. Um, but also not, not great for the anxiety. So... Earlier in this pregnancy, um, I would say it was probably around like the 20 week mark or so. I hit a point where I was just very concerned with the preeclampsia. I had placenta privia at the time. Um, there were discussions of blood transfusions and me already being anemic and just a lot of other really scary stuff. And I had a major breakdown I started really questioning and, and wondering if I was selfish trying to have another baby. Was I a bad mom for putting myself in harm's way to have a sibling for Maddox? Uh, Was I selfish for wanting more when I was just so lucky to even have one healthy child? Um, Was my complicated experience before not enough to just show me, like, I wasn't meant to have another baby? Um, I struggled really hard with this. And I just thought of if something happened to me because of this pregnancy and I couldn't be there for Maddox, like, that was really, really tough and kept playing in my head. My baby girl didn't know me yet. And I didn't know her, but my, my baby, my Maddox, he, he needed me and he loves his mommy and he needs me here. So that started off kind of a really weird relationship with the second pregnancy. Um, I was so thankful and excited, um, you know, to have her. There was this underlying feeling of disconnect though, based on the anxiety and my worry and feeling selfish um so i almost felt like that wanting her made me less appreciative of my son which i know is not the case um but it just it really felt like i was kind of like tempting fate and i still do feel like that um i work through this in therapy of course but I don't know if it's something that will ever go away. Um, and I think it's something that people don't necessarily talk about. Um, I, as I've opened up about it, I've heard other moms go through similar experiences, but it's uncomfortable to to bring up those feelings or that disconnect or that anxiety um, and just around pregnancy in general. So, in the peak of my frustration, I was journaling a lot. Um, just some thoughts that I'm going to share here. They're still really relevant, um, today, especially at the point that I'm at now as I'm going into these last three weeks before delivery. I'm so limited in my energy and activity, um, that it kind of has me back in that, in that space again, and just leading up to delivery, the, 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 Anxiety of the unknown and what could happen. Um, so I'm going to share this, and hopefully it will will resonate um, with with some of you out there. So my relationship with my body this time around is so complicated. I'm so grateful to my body for sustaining human life and being a safe home for my daughter until she's earthside. I'm so proud of the badassery that my body is accomplishing. At the same time. I'm resentful that my body is sick and my Crohn's symptoms seem to have gotten worse earlier this time around. I'm frustrated that being sick makes me miss out on time with my son. How can you feel two opposite sentiments toward one body so powerfully at the same time? When I was pregnant with my son, it didn't matter to me if I was sick because I was doing it all to bring him into the world. Now my lens has shifted to that of a mother with one child already here Earthside one that needs me every day and has spent the past two years having me be a constant for him. Yes, I've been sick and my Crohn's has flared over the past two years, but not for a consistent better part of a year, like it has now. When you embark on a pregnancy with a child already earthside, you know you're making some sacrifices. You know you will be more fatigued during pregnancy. You might be nauseous and sick. Your attention won't be solely on your earthside child, And there's some coming to terms with that as part of the transition to a mom of multiple children. To me, that feels justified. It's a means to an end. It's something that I can explain to my son. Mommy isn't feeling well, but she's bringing you a beautiful sister into this world. That feels okay. The Crohn's doesn't feel okay. Even though this increase in symptoms is tied to pregnancy, it doesn't feel like a necessary means to an end. It feels like my body is working overtime to keep baby healthy, Meanwhile, another part is attacking itself. That part that is giving its all to my baby and doing just that. All of the okayness is channeled to keeping baby healthy. For that I'm thankful because I know that this is not always the case. But where does this leave my earthside child? With only the worn out sick shell of the full mommy he knows? How do I explain to him that this is a means to an end when it isn't normal and It's just plain unfair. I feel so disconnected from my body, like there are two teams battling inside. To give a work analogy, it feels like when a star performer at a company goes to support a critical initiative, in this case, baby, and the not-so-great team is just trying to keep the lights on for everything else, it doesn't go so well and infrastructure crumbles. Now, I'm not able to redirect resources in my body how I would at work, but if I was, I'm not even sure I would. How do you decide to take away even the most minuscule amount of support for your growing baby to help your own self? In a circumstance like my first pregnancy, it would be a no-brainer. Mom instinct kicks in, and you would do anything for your child. Now my mom instinct is torn between these two beings I love so much. Let's say I have 100% energy. I can devote 50% to each child, give or take. When you add in a chronic illness, it's like your body's taxed your energy. Instead of 100%, you start with maybe 80%, depending on the day. So that's 40% to each child. It feels okay when the energy is split between the children, but when there's so much energy being given to something else that feels so pointless and not something you ever asked for, it really feels like getting kicked when you're down. This applies to any chronic illness, whether it's physical or mental, it's a tax we're paying on getting nothing in return. The sick tax we pay with our bodies during a normal pregnancy feels better because we're seeing the results of our contribution. We see it as necessary. It's a complicated web of emotions. Everything overlaps and tangles and ends up back in the same central point. I want to have as much energy to give to my children, and I want to have as little of it sucked away by my illness. I want to be able to appreciate and be grateful for everything my body is doing, period without the lingering frustration of all that it isn't doing or doing wrong. How do I get back to a place where I love my body, when it feels so split and so disconnected? How do I feel connected with the pregnancy when my sensations are drawn towards pain and exhaustion instead of flutters and kicks? How can I bring these two battling sides together as a whole and respect them together? I read a book years ago about acknowledging your darkness because that's how you see the light. Similar to yin and yang, they complement each other. I'm usually able to see the power and the purpose in the darkness, to see how the darkness helps the light. In this case, I'm struggling to see how the darkness is helping. Maybe if I sit with it, get to know it more, things will change. I don't think I'm ready for that yet, though. I'm still upset and I'm allowed to be. I'm not ready to make peace yet because I'm resentful of the impact this disease has had on my children through me. Maybe feeling the anger and resentment is sitting with it. I haven't had strong, gut-wrenching emotions around my Crohn's very many times in my adult life. The major time besides my initial diagnosis was when I was pregnant with my son. I didn't give myself time to sit in it because I it was wasn't going to mourn for my lost experiences when I knew it was all for him. Now when my love runs so deeply in two directions, I'm forced to feel the uncomfortable emotions every day. It's painful and complicated, and it's hard to explain to someone who hasn't been through it. Like I said, these are thoughts from just a couple months ago, really raw and uh, just, you know, in the moment I was capturing how I was feeling and they still stand so true. Um, now as I'm physically forced to split my energy, I do get really sad when I have to tell Maddox, you know, mommy can't do that or mommy isn't feeling well. Uh, we have a great support system. So he has so much love around him. It's more on me that I feel extreme FOMO and guilt about not being able to just do everything and be everything for him. Um, It's just crazy how pregnancy and parenting in general bring up these deep things in you as a person. And these experiences resurface that you haven't dealt with. And parenthood makes you deal with them even if you don't want to. So this emotional journey on the second pregnancy has been just as intense of an experience as the physical journey. So wanted to just wrap up with a shout out to all the parents who are going through this. I hope you found something in this podcast today that touched you or resonated with you. It's not just about Crohn's. It's about any type of chronic illness um, and then the complexity of high-risk pregnancy, the complexity of the emotions of bringing a, another child into your family and a lot of things that I think are uncomfortable to, to talk about. So maybe people don't do that as much. But the fact that we're even talking about these feelings or even just taking time to acknowledge or hear about them um, and hear what others are going through, that's a big step towards us working through them. So I know this is a bit of a heavier episode, um, but we need these just as much as we, as we need the fun ones. So hope you all have a wonderful week thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. I'll continue, um, to give updates on, um, pregnancy and, uh, the delivery when, when it's going to happen. We're, we're kind of going through a lot to figure that out now, but I'll continue to, to have updates. On um, on Instagram, so follow me there at chronically blonde. And as always, my DMs are open, and uh, my email is always open. If you guys have any comments, suggestions, or uh, just need someone to uh, chat with, thanks, and I will see you guys next week.